Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people who like a good night kiss. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Kiss. Do you like a do you mm. like a little kiss? Little kiss. A little good night kiss. Kiss. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Uh, what what did we watch, Tyler? We watched The Boy. The Boy, which is the prequel to the God of War video game. Is yep. that correct? Where you go, he's, he always... It's a spiritual prequel. Boar. Boy. Boar. Boy. Yes. How did it go for you? Here's the thing about this movie. There is an ending. And I knew the ending beforehand. Okay. Yeah. So it was a very. I assume it was a different experience for me, where you were not familiar with the way it ended. So, how did it go for you? Let me preface this, Cody, by saying I remember this when the movie came out. It was a big deal. A lot of my friends went to go see it. Some of them were like, "Oh my gosh, it's the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life." Now, those people are cowards. My <laughs> friends who went to go see horror movies all the time were like, "It's a good horror movie. Like, it's a good." You're wanting to do a horror movie with all your friends, like a, a movie night. It's yeah. a good one to bust out. It's akin to Lights Out, where it's going to stick with you. You're going to think about it, but it's not going to mentally scar you for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which which one does? What movie has scarred you for the rest of your life? Lights Out. Ah, I see. But that's because I was already scared of the dark. Right. When I was a little kid, and it, it, it sticks with you. Um, as far as which one really gets you um little nemo little nemo yeah is that a submarine movie i'm just guessing no it's a it's about a kid that goes into dreamland and he has to save the kingdom from the darkness and he gets the king's staff and he doesn't know the magic word so he says pajama and he has to say pajama 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 to power up the staff uh and they flip and it, it you know is it animated? Yes. Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland? Yes. Rated G? Yes. <laughs> a young boy whose dreams transcend reality is sucked into his own fantasy, which is everything he has dreamed of, until he unleashes a century-old secret that may not only destroy this perfect dream, but wor- dream worlds, but reality itself. Cody Bindi's gonna... And it's over. Uh, if you can count how many times Bindi slurped up water, tweet me at Opinion Havers. Well, it sounds it sounds like the Terrifying. kind of movie that yes. might be worse as a child. Oh it, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm looking at some of these images, and I, it does seem a little spooky. There's a big, scary dragon thing. A lot. Remember the scary dragon thing from from Fantasia? Mm-hmm. It looks like that. Here, let me go through all the movies that scarred me as a child. I may have seen this movie on cable. Oh, yeah. Everyone There's loves it. kind of creepy-looking clown dude. Yeah, he's drunk all the time. Don't you love old kids' movies where it's yeah. like every, there's like drunk people and kids smoking cigars? and Yeah, that's what he was. He was like... All the good stuff. Yeah. But... I've definitely forgotten about all of this movie. This is amazing. But you know it. Yeah, I yeah. remember this little guy. Oh, little yeah. flying squirrel. Yeah. Okay. Let, Cody, let's go through all the movies that scarred Tyler as a child. Okay? <laughs> little Nemo. 
Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I remember the thing flooding. Wizard of Oz. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Wizard of Oz. A Wizard of Oz is de- the mon- for me. It's really just the monkeys. I don't remember the monkeys. I just remember being supremely uncomfortable. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um. Yeah. Let's I mean, go really. see the ones that scarred me. Get give it. Cats. Nice. Chucky. <laughs> That's most of them. Can I tell it's you? It's kind of just those two on repeat, mostly for me. <laughs> cats. Cats was a big one. I. Uh, Here's I know. the thing. The original cats. All right. The original, like yeah. the 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 one they made for like videotape, like straight to video musical for home. Uh-huh. McCavity's terrifying. All right. A scary, scary man. I was also six. What Here's about- the thing about the new Cats movie. All right. More terrifying. It's friggin' Idris Elba. And at one point, he literally disappears and goes, McCavity! And I'm like, okay, well, you took all the horror away, you know? Yeah. I was so scared. <laughs> so it was a horror film. Yeah, it was. Cats was a horror film first and a magical musical uh, experience second. Anyway, yeah. I'm not afraid of you, Giselle, but quite, quite the contrary, you know? I know. I'm afraid yeah. of my feelings for him, but that's about it. I don't know anything about cats except that one. Little, I sent it to you. I think it was like a tweet where it's like, "What is cats? It's a movie about a bunch of alley cats who have a dance competition to go it, to see, space or something." Yeah, to see who gets to go into space. Yeah. Except like they go in, in that they go into space, and in that like they die and are supposed to like start a new life. So it's really like a suicide. Like yeah. the winner of the competition gets to commit suicide, but yeah, in a hot air balloon. Yeah, check out. Yeah, I mean I've seen it. Yes, that's the plot. I haven't seen it. I've just heard of people being terrified of it. Um, I do know about Chucky though because the first time my wife took Adderall, she described all of Chucky to me <laughs> in a car ride. Yeah, where I was really captivated. We were. I don't even know if it was right before, right after we had gotten married, mm-hmm. but very fresh, and we were driving several hours, and uh, it was her first time, and they gave her a sizable dose. Oh, yeah. The good stuff. Yeah, so it was fun. I guess the other one would be zombies in general. Uh, I thought that was a scary thing. You you share so much with my wife. She yeah. hates zombies because they terrify her. She hates Chucky, and she is... She's apprehensive about cats. She's afraid yeah. it will scare her. Yeah. So now I need to tell her that it will scare her. The new one's not scary. So there's that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. if you're brave, well, I would watch the original, like, 90s straight-to-video musical. If, you, if you're if you a tender soul, I would recommend the new... I wouldn't recommend the new... Like, if you... Okay, if you have to watch Cats, <laughs> and you're brave, watch the old one. If you're not brave, watch the new one. James Corden and Rebel Wilson really take it out of the, you know, they really make it less scary, for me at least. Yeah. So how'd it go for you? It's good. I didn't know anything about the end. It hadn't been spoiled to me. I didn't know anything about the movie, period. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't really interested in seeing horror movies when it came out. Right. And I don't have a lot of friends that are super into horror movies. Mm -hmm. And the guy, because the people I know who watch horror movies are either like, I went to go see it because we were all going to go see one, or they're like super into it. And those are the two kinds of people that won't spoil a horror movie for you. Yeah, yeah. 
It's only those people who are like, I love horror movies. Let me tell you the end of every horror movie I've seen. Yeah. And it's like, why Why do you want to tell me these things? I don't know. I don't know. They're like, this horror movie is like three months old, so it's basically like gone. So Right. Let it's, me tell you. It's an interesting community. The because worst. most horror movies aren't great. But some of them are very good. Yeah. But like people like horror movies, they like, you know, they're into them. They just like it because it's a horror movie, you know? Mm-hmm. The same way that I like any movie that has cats in it. Yeah. Or whatever, you know? Yeah. Is that true? The cat What thing? about the Fantastic Cat or something? The Ghibli movie. Why haven't we watched that one then? Oh, uh, the cat. there's The Cat Returns, which is a sequel. And then there's Cat in the Hat. Gosh, what's the name of the first one? I forget it. That's actually a good one. I actually like it's different. Yeah. But it's good. <clears throat> we'll think of it one day. So, um I guess should I should I take the reins here and give us a little synopsis? Yeah, do it. I guess, yeah. All right. You know. We got a there's a a young lady who's either either 22 or 34 and divorced and she is off and she goes to be a nanny in somewhere in the UK in a manor of some sort out remotely. And she's excited about it. And then she gets there and then she meets the boy she's going to nanny, except he's just a little doll. And it turns out the people are crazy. And they're like, all right, see you at the end of the summer. And they leave her. And uh, as you can imagine, a full manor with just a lady and this doll she's supposed to take care of. It's actually supposed to be a boy. It's uh, so hijinks ensue. Pretty good. I mean, yeah, I would have said hilarity ensues, but <laughs> hilarity ensues. you know, I appreciate you not taking my uh, razzmatazz. Yes, here's what I'll say I actually thought this was like a decent movie. Um, I, I would have been curious to see, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I didn't know the twist, but I was put at ease much more since I didn't, since I did know the twist. There was only like one part of the movie where I was like, I can't like look directly at the screen right now because it's too much because I know the jump scare's coming. But it was, uh, it was, it was. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting premise and uh, good enough. I mean, what more can you hope for from a horror movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what about you? You said it was pretty good. I liked it. I would say. It definitely didn't, so far, my favorite horror movie, like, if I think about, you know, just horror movies, that that's all they are, mm-hmm. it's probably still Lights Out, just because I liked that one. It was scary, but it didn't have a lot of jump scares. It relied on, you're just going to be scared of the f- premise of this. Right. The jump scares are, like, often enough that it's like, oh, yeah, oh, the jump scare. Oh, goodness, I'm scared now, you know? Yeah. But not so often that you're like... You just made me jump because an old lady shut a car door. You know, that's yeah. when I'm like, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. done with this We're movie. Like, really? Yeah. What are we, The Conjuring? You know, let's get out of here with that. Conjuring get 17. Out of here. The Reconjuring of the Conjurer. How many of those movies they made? I mean, it's a whole multiverse, right? Because there's The Conjuring movies. Is it the same as Insidious? Is it in the same universe? Yes. But then Which- there's also like Annabelle something something conjuring whatever like wait this is part of it too it's is it too is much. it all the same writer or is it just the same production company i don't know i blame saw for ruining 
ruining like horror movie multiscapes. I've never seen any of the saws. I do have caught several children watching just mashup videos on YouTube of all the death scenes. And I'd always tell them, don't do that. (laughs) That was a whole thing for a while. Like horror movies, like five whole years were just like gore porn, like saw movies. I've seen like 20 minutes of the original saw and like five minutes of two other saw movies. I don't know. I just, I think it could have been done better. Yeah. Based on what I've seen, which was not very much. But you liked The Boy. I did like it. I don't know the that boy. I'll ever rewatch it, but if someone were to ask me, is this like worth watching? I mean, I might say yes. I would rewatch it with someone who wanted to watch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's. I just. Because there's. There's more to it than just the jump scares and the horror aspect. Mm-hmm. There, There's a story there. There's a film here, Cody. Oh, truly. There are themes, certainly. Characters, uh, indubitably. Plots and... Acts. Devices. Structures. Lighting. Dialogue. Mm-hmm. Set design. Yes. C- cinema- cinematog. And um, that's about it. I wouldn't say. <laughs> okay. Well, is it time then to to you know really get into the yeah the scary spoilery parts of this yeah. film? I want you to hop in my British Jeep. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Head right, a Jeep, but a British one because it's generic Rover of some right kind. Side. Yeah. Yeah. Hop in here with me, and we'll uh, drive down the British countryside to Spoilerton, Spoilertonshire, USA. Right? <laughs> I've been going too long with the names recently. We... You know? No, never too long. Oh, okay. Never long enough, in fact. Oh. I think I think the people are begging and pleading for <laughs> for longer. Oh. This movie starts. Oh. Yeah. And it's like. I think it just starts and it's like her driving up to the manor, you know? Yeah. The first thing, I think you made a comment about it, but like she steps out of the car and it's just like, looks at the big cat, you know, the big manor. It's a big old mansion. And she's like, wow, it's like something out of a storybook. So she said, and you talked about how there's like a big burned out hole in like the attic or something. It was like, Maybe like a Grimm's fairy, like a bad one, you yeah. know, where it's like there's it's very... terrible things are going to happen and there will be a moral at your expense. <laughs> yeah. It looks like there's a bedroom with a balcony that is burned out and boarded up, yeah. which I'm like, if I walk up to a house that's got that going on <laughs> and it's not like, oh, that just happened because of an accident. It's like, no, that happened 30 years ago. I'm like, well... Thanks for the job offer. I'll be heading back. In the case now. of this one, it had happened 10 years ago, right? Is that what they said? Or 20 years? No, 10 years 10 ago. 10 years, yeah. It's like, that was 10 years ago. No. Anyway. Yes. I mean... <laughs> I it also... was... No, it was like 20. No, it was 10. Was, was Brahms was 10, I thought, when it happened. Right. And she it was 10 told years the ago. grocery guy that, he, oh, he would be your age. That guy's not 18. He no. owns a grocery store. I'm pretty sure it was 10. I'm pretty sure it's ten. No. Okay. Here's the other thing. So she gets to the house and no one's there yet. They're like, oh, they're not there yet. Sorry, they'll be here soon. So she like pops off her shoeies 
He's walking around the house. I just want to know, who wears stripy socks to a horror film? It's not a horror film, though, Cody. It's a psychological thriller. She was, okay, regardless, who's wearing stripy socks to a horror film, right? I'll tell you who. Who? Martha Wayne, the actress who plays Martha Wayne in Batman vs. Superman? No. (laughs) The... And, you know, the people in uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh. They all got stripey socks. Oh, it's an homage of sorts. Ah, I see. That checks out. There's children. And Does Dorothy have striped socks? A home. The witch does. The witch does. Because then, remember, her feet are sticking out when she gets crushed by the house. They curl on up. What What kind of nightmare was that? It's a nightmare scenario. I read a lot of the Wizard of Oz books growing up. They're, wait, and they're not—they're ha- not half as disturbing as that movie was. Oh, yeah, Al Frank Baum wrote like at least a dozen Wizard of o- Wizard of Oz books, and I read probably like at least six of them. They're so pretty good. My wife has talked about the other books. I assume they were written by like a Disney Channel stars or something. Okay. Let me tell you this. No, here's, okay. here's an aside I need to get off my chest. All right. There me. is a series of books that is written by a, by a child actor who played like Peter Pan in a Disney Channel 4 original short <laughs> film or something. Okay. And she loves them. And just based on the author and the fact that he is at least five years younger than me mm-hmm. and wrote them when he was like seven, I think, makes me not want to read them. <laughs> Yeah, I but apparently either. they're pretty good. I've seen reviews; they're pretty good. Al but- Frank Baum, as I understand it, I might be getting it mixed up with Lewis Carroll, but I think Al Frank Baum wrote Wizard of Oz, and I think it's like because originally it was like uh, the the moral of the Wizard of Oz is like a political. Con- it's a children's book that's also a political commentary that's basically saying we should be on the gold standard or get off the gold standard. I forget. That's why there's like the yellow brick road. Anyway. Here's the thing. I think after that, he's like, cool, nailed it. But then people wrote in and were like, I want all the Wizard of Oz books. He was like, sure, I'll write a dozen more of these. Uh, so they're all about, like, the Tin Man's in a couple of them, but usually it's just about different people having adventures in Oz, learning lessons and uh, going about the fantastical. You know, there's Munchkins, there's. Crawdads, gigolos, from bums, you know, all the lands, and, uh, you know, they go about. Mm-hmm. People have also written, like, fan fiction books that have turned into Wicked, the musical. That was, like, some other dude who was like, I want to write fan fiction about Wizard of Oz, and then it was, like, a book, and uh, he wrote two of them, and now one of them is a musical. I've seen Wicked. How was On it? On Broadway. How was it? It was very good. People seem to like it. Here's the thing. I uh, I signed up to see Lion King. And then all of the guys that were like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we went and saw Wicked? They said, no, I actually signed up to see Lion King. So I went to go see Wicked. Because when I said, no, I signed up to go see Lion King, they were like, they all you're lying. You're lying? <laughs> um yes i've heard both of those are very good they're both they were i'm sure lion king was better and i'm still salty about it i've heard lion king's really awesome this happened 10 years ago i'm still Still mad upset i'll never forgive 
but I might forget. <laughs> Let's talk about hair. If you're in a movie and you're going to be... Did she need a hair wash? The, did you notice that her hair seemed just a little bit like greasy or a little dirty? No. I don't know. Mm. I, well, I didn't notice that. I don't want to be... Like, I'm just looking at her picture on IMDb, IMDb now and I'm like, it seems like her hair on IMDb was very recently washed and it seems like in the movie she was not. You know? Like it wasn't what was that about? floofy? Yeah, what was that about? Was it just not floofy? Is that your problem? No, it seemed it seems like it had more oils than it needed. Like, you know that like sweaty nap hair you get a little bit? So it's like she had that and she combed it out still. But like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at a picture of her. Her hair definitely looks clean. It just looks straightened. In, mm. You know, in sure. this image from the film. Now I'm looking at her picture on IMDb. And it's looking very curly. That's all I got. Alright, that's, that's fair enough. So there's a boy. 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 And his job, I mean he's a man. But he's like the grocery boy. He works at the store and he brings like a weekly grocery delivery. Oh, he does he work there or own it, Cody? He said he owns yeah, the shop. Whatever. He owns it, Cody. Don't I you belittle he, this man. I think he has access to groceries and he delivers them just to that family. Alright. I don't think this man actually has a store. We never go to it. Right? He never said he owned a store. He owns a shop. I'm saying I think this man's a charlatan. Furthermore, here's what I realize about this guy. Okay, he comes over, and he obviously is a little sweet on our uh, our heroine. Her name is Greta in the film. Right? Yeah, Greta. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the deal. Greta has a last name. Brahms has a last name. Uh, the, two, the two men in the movie, Malcolm Cole, do not. What's that about? That's true. Okay. They're not important enough. Here's what I realized about Malcolm. He comes, he's a little sweet on Greta, whatever. He asked her on a date. This man, his entire dating pool consists of the nannies for the boy. Who have all been old ladies, I think, prior. I'm just saying, I think this is what he does on a regular, like anytime they get a new nanny, he's like, sweet. I'll go date that one, you know? Yeah. We don't see anyone else in the town, right? They never like go anywhere else. They never go anywhere else because they couldn't afford any other sets, Cody. This is a $10 million movie, all right? Ooh. Cut them some slack. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, I also, okay, I don't want to, like, disparage British people. Do it. But did it seem, he didn't look British. He had he's, way too much chin to be British, right? Yeah. It, his his jaw, he had straight. too much jaw, and his accent wasn't terribly convinced. Like, it wasn't a thick accent. I don't know that this man's really British. He is it, British. I looked him up because his name's Evans. So I wondered if he was related to any other Evans. Interesting. So he but is British. He, he is was British. Born in Stowe by Chotley, Staffordshire, England. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Here's the thing. I re- I just kind of looked. You know when you like read a paragraph and by read you mean you just looked at the paragraph and absorbed like six words and then gave up i did that to his imdb profile yeah it seems like he's the high society british which i've said several times 
you know, they don't look British. They look American. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> sort of like if you're a news anchor in Mexico, you look like you're from like San- like Southern California. Yeah. You know, like American, but like tan and beachy. Yeah. A little bit orange. A little bit orange. And usually um, half naked. Not fully. Can't be doing that. Just Never. a little, just enough. Just enough to tease. I've been, I've seen Mexican weather channel. Hmm. Yeah. And I am on board. (laughs) Uh, Gosh. So then the parents come over and they're like, better put your shoes on. She's like, all right, I got stripey socks. And then her shoes are gone, right? They're They're gone. gone. And they're like, I got to put them. And they're like, oh, he's a little playful. He's a playful boy. Sorry about that. And she's like, okay. And then they go to meet him. And the parents are all talking to him. And by parents, I mean like grandparents. They're very old. Yeah. They were his parents, though. But like you said, they burned burned down a long time ago. So they would be grandparents now. Because Brahms would be the age of these two Mm -hmm. who have, are old enough to have children. So they would have a grandchild this age. I guess. I think they had him pretty old. Yeah. Uh, I'm sticking with the 10 years theory. I don't think it was 10 years. I'm sticking with it. I'll look through. I'm looking at these trivia facts. You didn't look through it. You don't know. But the mom, her vibes are quite... Insane. Like those B-word vibes, you know, where it's just like, (laughs) why are you being... You hired... You asked me to come here. And also, it's weird because she gives them those vibes, but then the way their movie turns out, it's like, why were you like that? You know? Why was she so mean to to the new nanny? When they were like just planning on abandoning them anyway. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Because she's so particular. Maybe she's crazy. Maybe she thought the doll was Brahms. Maybe she always thought the doll was Brahms. I mean, there's no. Re- maybe nobody knew the truth except for Brahms, the doll version of Brahms. <laughs> the he doll. knew the whole time. Cody, do you remember what I said to you at the very beginning of this movie when they showed the doll just sitting there in a seat? Oh, yeah. I turned and I said, if it turns out that there's nothing going on, it's just a crazy lady and a doll <laughs> and a couple of crazy parents, I'm going to be upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you almost, I was almost upset. That's why I said, I would say I came 90% to being like, oh, well, yeah. You almost turned heck? on this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to give them a, you know, I was half right with that. Yeah, yeah. Assertion. I, okay, I'm going to say something. It's a little controversial. <laughs> it's a little controversial, but you tell me if this seems correct to you. Like, the first time I saw them interact with the doll, my thought was like, they molest this doll, right? The Like, parents? they're doing, yeah, they're doing gross stuff with this doll on the side, right? Isn't that the vibe you got? That the parents are doing stuff to yeah. the doll? Yeah, that's what I got. I was like, there's something extra creepy going on here. Like, it's not just a grieving family with the doll because their boy died 10 years ago. It's like, no, there some extra weird is going. Like, couldn't this movie have taken that turn, though, right? With the vibes? With the vibes? <laughs> I, I see where you're going. I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily agree, and I don't think I'm going to follow you down that 
down this road. I don't want you to follow it down me. I want you to like chuckle a little bit and brush it aside. I mean, I chuckled and I will I will happily brush it Thank aside. Thank you. Let's see. So then they leave and then Oh, 20 years found it. It is 20 years. It's 20 years. 20 years since when? Since the since the boy died. Uh, all right, fine. Okay. 10 years. Here's the thing. They leave and like Greta immediately just so they have like a list of rules they have to follow. Okay. Yeah. And it's like he wakes up at this time, goes to bed at this time, he has music at this time, and he, he gets a bath and you dress him and you do this. She immediately does none of it. Yeah. And honestly, if that kind of was creeping up, I don't know, maybe I'm just too obedient. I would do it for the first little bit. Yeah, I mean. I'm not going to try to anger the demons that live inside that porcelain doll's face. You know? Yeah. No. There's a burned out hole, there's a very weird old couple, and there's a creepy porcelain doll. So, two plus two equals, I'm going to do it a little bit. Yeah. Right? Now, here's the thing. If you... Would you rather, if you were in her situation, the truth of it... So, like, let's place you as the nanny, Cody. I'm, I'm got and you are aware of the situation with the doll. What do you mean? The truth of Brahms. I know the ending of the movie. You know the ending of the movie okay. as the starting the job. I know it's really. Would going you on. rather trade that for a doll with a possibly evil spirit in it, or keep the reality of the situation? Based on the rules, I'm taking evil spirit. Yes, because me I too. think the evil spirit. If I follow those rules, I'm gonna have a great summer in the English countryside. And I'm going to move on along and collect my monies, and I'm going to go home. Yeah. Whereas this boy, I mean, the reality of the situation. We're just going to do it, drop the bomb on him, you know, I guess, do it. The reality of the situation is the parents left, killed themselves, and left a note being like, all right, Brahms, he's all yours. Brahms is living inside the walls the whole time. Yeah. And is a apparently 29-year-old man. Yeah. Uh, who who wants a nanny for himself, for keeps? Yeah, for keepsies. Uh, yeah. Which is you know that's more of so that's why this one kind of got me more because like the spirits and all that stuff I'm always like eh you know it's whatever. so ethereal we are like well the rules are whatever they want them to be I can always leave yeah but in real life I'm more scared of a person than a spirit especially a person that lives in a wall yeah. That got burned and has a porcelain mask and says, Cools? <laughs> Cools? But I did tell you at one point, because she was like drunk and something happened, it's like the first time you start to think, Oh gosh, this doll oh. is actually doing stuff. Uh-huh. And do you remember what I said to you? No, what'd you say? I said, I mean, if I'm going to fight, because she like puts away the wine. And I said, if I'm going to fight a demon baby, I'm doing it drunk. <laughs> okay. I'm not going into this aware of what's going on. Because the thing, the fact is the demon baby's going to win. Yeah. Right. But I'm going to get some solid shots in on my well, way out. This is what I thought was funny at the beginning, like at this point, because the first fact we learned about Greta is that she packed her own peanut butter for this summer. And jelly. <laughs> Which is, I understand that in other countries, they don't have like peanut butter. Some have it. No one has American peanut butter, right? Like the good, creamy, tons of added sugar and oil. Uh, that doesn't exist in most other countries. Anyway, 
So I was like, first off, she knew to pack her own peanut butter. Second off, she's a 30-year-old woman who packs her own peanut butter. Fourth, like, man, not only does she make herself a peanut butter sandwich, she'd chase that with a glass of wine. I was like, this woman knows how to live, all right? <laughs> she, she, knows how to, she knows how to summer in, in the English countryside, all right? Yeah. Can I tell you my – I only got down four notes. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. I, there were lots of ones I wanted to take, but I got, I got engrossed, and I was afraid I was going to miss something. So, my first note is, so she went to England to take care of a doll. The second note takes, is part of that. Why didn't she ask for a picture or something? I feel like that's fairly standard to be like, okay, you know. Oh, come on. You know they sent her a picture of that, that like painted portrait of when he was actually like nine years old? I don't think they sent anything. Because, <laughs> you know, if they were this crazy, right, they would just send a picture of the doll and be like, look at our beautiful bouncing baby boy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then it's when you're like, I don't okay, think I'm the right real, person. Though, this house and this couple do not have the internet. Oh yeah, no, crazy? they mention that. They do mention that. That's true. Dial up, get it. It still exists. <laughs> but let's get on. Let's get AOL right now. All right, you go down to your Target, get yourself a free disc, and you got yourself a, a seven day trial of AOL. Yeah. I my next note, which is an interesting note. What are your feelings on the harpsichord versus piano debate? You mean the harpsichord versus the pianoforte? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> what's there to know? Look, you got a piano. You got a piano in the house. You're like, these are normal people that like music. You got a harpsichord. You're like, oh, these are crazy people that like you know are possessed by spirits from the 1600s. But I'm just saying that's your modern day perception there was a time when the harps you were a crazy person if you had you know your little grand piano there <laughs> and they're like why are you this crazy weird guy with this thing everybody's why would you out play something that can harp? do the note softly or strongly when you can just have one that plucks the note at the same volume all the time yeah it's refined it's elegant yeah it sounds I, like a child's toy i uh uh I went to Marriage of Figaro, the opera, oh, and they did. had a person there playing the harpsichord along with, for, I mean, three hours. They played the harpsichord for three hours. I was quite impressed. But it is like, when you hear that harpsichord come in to start the opera, you're like, oh, <laughs> this is like a 300-year-old <laughs> musical theater we're about to witness. I forgot. I forgot about this. Does it, and does it always feel like it, anytime a movie has a harpsichord in it, it's always the same song that's played on it. It's the one that think of a there's harpsichord. There's like two harpsichord songs that have that have like survived all the years of yeah. the piano. And uh, that yeah, you know you're right. It's always the same. It's like there's thousands of songs written for oh, this thing. Oh yeah. Uh, my ne- my fa- last note I ended up taking down was he's Brahms. Meaning I was like. <laughs> The oh, boy, yeah. the gar or the grocery guy. I'm like, he's gonna be bronze. Oh, that's what you thought. And then right after that, I'm gonna be like, I went to go make a note. I have the like second, the next bullet point made, and uh-huh. I went to go type out. He's living in the walls, and I thought, no, nah, that's stupid, and I never typed it. I'm so mad wow. at myself. But that's why I remember, like, maybe a quarter of the way in the movie, like Brahms in the walls, and I'm like, oh yeah. 
Nah, maybe it is a demonic baby. Maybe she's crazy. Maybe she's doing it herself. And then, you know. Turns out there was a boy. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> Hilarity ensues. Um, I don't know why, but I thought this movie came out, like, in 2011. I was very wrong. I feel like I looked it up once. And you know IMDb, some things are mapped wrong. I, I was under the impression this came out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I was very confused because it turns out this movie has a sequel. Yeah. And so I was like, why does the movie get a sequel nine years later? It's only four years later, which is still kind of a long time. Mm-hmm. Also, like, it's a different cast. and But it's one of those where, like, this one, they got some lady to do to be Greta. Her name's Lauren Cohan, and she's not very well known, hasn't been in a lot. And then for the 2020 sequel, it was Katie Holmes, who, like, actually looks pretty similar to her and some other dude. But then they, like, expand the lore. I've seen the trailer, for it, but they expand the lore of it, so it's not just the boy living the walls. It's like, no, the doll is evil itself and whatever. Mm. They're like, evil things happen to anyone who lives at this house or this doll or something. What was I going with? Anyway, it was only four years later, not nine years. Right. Are you thinking of the, what was it, the the omen or something, which is about the priest versus the antichrist baby? Oh, uh, no, I don't know. Because that one I heard was very scary. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a classic. There might have been a remake of it, but like, there's a classic Omen, and that like the boy's name is like Damien or whatever. And, yeah, uh, this was the one with. Uh, yeah, so there's there's a Gregory Peck the Omen from 1970, 1976. Yeah. Then there's a remake in 2006 with Lave Striper. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 There's several movies. There's at least four. Oh, so you got The Omen in 76. You got Damien, Omen 2 in 78. Don't know what happened to the third one, but there is a straight-to-TV movie, Omen 4, The Awakening in 91. So that's kind of the journey we, we went on there. Yeah. The Omen, are you saying we should watch The Omen for, for another Halloween episode? I've, here, I've had a long storied history with the omen it won an oscar yeah so it came out around like when did that come out it was a while ago which one the omen the remake omen oh six so i mean there wasn't anything good as far as horror movies i don't think so it was you know nothing no one was going to see horror movies cody it was a dead genre yeah and then the omen came out none of this is probably true but the omen came out (laughs) And everybody was like, it's so good. Won an Oscar. It's, you know, it's got What's-His-Face, that guy from Transformers 5. He's so mad because it's true. <laughs> but, uh... Here's, here's, this is going to blow your mind. Yeah. So, Harvey Stevens yeah. has, like, four acting credits. He right. plays Damien in The Omen. <gasps> He's got a cameo as a tabloid reporter in the reboot. Nice. In 2006. Yeah. Doesn't that just make you happy? My dad works with someone who played the young boy version of Jason in like the fourth Jason movie nice. or whatever, or the second or fourth one or something. Anyway, so he'll like he'll still go to like horror movie cons and like autograph people's machetes and posters and stuff. Nice. It's like a little side hustle of his. Nice. That's it's pretty good. fun. So but yeah. I mean, let's talk about PJs. That's what I want to talk about. All right. Classic American PJs. What would you say for a woman? Uh, some Silk kind of... Silk nightshirt, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just a loose 
fitting silk nightshirt. That's what she's got in. I was like, why are we going to call this girl America and then give her like a silk nightshirt? That's not, I mean, that's Where is she from? America. Do they never say where in America? I don't know. So I feel like that's something you see. I mean, where were they in the UK? I told you, Spoilerton Shire. Oh, right, right, right. No smash my fail no money, sir. That's yeah. where they were. Yeah. Have you ever... Here's the thing. I've seen videos and stuff where British people, like you try to read names of their cities and stuff, and they're like, you're so dumb, it's this. And they're like... But that... Look, I show you a map of the U.S. and be like, here, read some of these major cities. Yeah. No one's going to be like... Austin, what? How do you even pronounce you that? that? It's like, like you made this like, like Worcestershire's Worcester, Leicester's a really bad one where it's like L O C E, like L O, and you're telling me that's Leicester. You guys are dicks. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are the worst. Why would you do that to people? Their words are their the names of their towns are like four inches it's long kind of like with like french where you're like yeah so anyway it came a point in history where we just stopped pronouncing the last half of the word you're like and like the british just did that with their towns you know yeah. like they just mumble the names of their towns and don't say half the words. like why would you it's mean yeah the u.s has that a little bit but it's like a few yeah. cities like louisville you're like all right that's a very specific way to pronounce it but also it's not that big of a city so yeah but fine. it's also like if you say oh louisville Someone from Louisville is not going to be like, where? Yeah. They're going to be like, okay, I know what you're talking about. I know about. what you're talking about. But I if you're like, Les- Lancaster, sure, sure. And they're going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Where is that? Where? Is that it's even like, in the I UK? What are you talking about? It's like, I hate you. You deserve everything you've gotten, Britain. You deserve Brexit. <laughs> you've got what you deserve. You deserve to be Brexit. Um... Oh my gosh. Okay, here's the thing about this girl. She is... I know the parents are crazy, but she's going to look crazy too because she's like... There's one other person she's friends with in this town, and it's the grocery man. Yeah. They go on a date. She's pre-gaming for the date. It's like, slow down, girl. Yeah. But this is her thing. You saw... You heard her friend on the phone with the... Was it salmon dress? What was it? Peach dress? It was... A yeah. color dress. Her name is is Sandy. Good call. I, what? I was just trying to say what she called the dress. Was it coral? Coral dress. Yeah. She's and like, the glass I know of red you, wine. you're drinking red wine and you got a coral dress laid out, don't you? And she's like, no. But mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she had both of those. <laughs> and then the dress disappears. And I really feel like there's not a lot of like, okay. You think I'm crazy, grocery man. But my clothes have disappeared mm-hmm. and are not here. And we searched the whole house and they're nowhere. Yeah. So he's all like, they didn't take anything. It's like, but they did take something. And mm-hmm. it's the creepiest thing you could probably take. Furthermore, if your name is Malcolm and you run a grocery business and all you do is hook up with the nannies for this specific household... Wouldn't you have known that like weird stuff like this happens? Shouldn't he have even been in on it? Yeah. Again, though, shouldn't I think... he have known more than he did? Maybe he did. Ooh. Oh. That's what I'm saying. He was Brahms, and Brahms was the little girl that got killed. 
it checks out. <laughs> it checks out. Yeah. I don't know. And then, so, let's see. Something, oh, the attic is open. So she goes into the attic. The attic closes. She's stuck in the attic. Malcolm comes over for the date. And this boy doesn't even give a call. Doesn't wait more than 30 seconds. Yeah. I, I was upset about that because she's like trying to get his attention, banging on the window, be like, I'm up here, I'm locked in the attic, yada, yada, yada. And then he's just like, she didn't answer, so uh, I guess I better go do inventory at the grocery, at my grocery shop. I didn't like that. Yeah. Think Malcolm did some things right. I think that was something very wrong so, he did. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was wrong. Speaking of wrong, let's. I want to take a step back to the parents. What did you think about the mom? She's cra- so they paint the picture of the mom's crazy. She thinks the doll's real. The dad goes along with it, but he knows the doll's not real. Uh-huh. That's like the picture they paint for you right. in my mind. Anyway, that's what I got. The dad is like, I know the doll's not a real boy, but she does. So I humor her because we're a family, right? Yeah. But he spends like the doll's birthday in the in the study drinking, right? Yeah. Uh. So, what did you think about the scene? Well, they're leaving, and the mom says, I'm so sorry. And then the dad's like, no, no, let's go now. Oh, here we go. Next. Have a good time. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Don't listen to her. She's a crazy person. Here's a fat wad of cash for you to have until you die in three days. <laughs> I don't know what to think of it, because the whole thing, like, they leave, kill themselves, in just the weirdest way. Yeah, I've ever seen because here's what they did. They're like, here's a lock. I'm assuming it was a lock because they're in the UK. They walk into the lock. They got like their trench coats on. They each put one rock in either pocket and then drown themselves. Yeah. Which one rock? They're old. One? The water's cold. One rock, though. Like, they didn't even make a thing about, like, they didn't have saggy pockets. They weren't, it wasn't, like, big, it was, like, one rock each. But, like, I wish they just hadn't even addressed the rock thing, you know? Yeah. Because you can drown yourself. I get it. Like, you can drown yourself by going in the water, tiring out, and drowning. Like, your body's going to fight, whatever. Don't tell me that it, because of the one rock they had, that they, they won't even rise to the surface. They're going to automatically be sinking down. They're like, come on. Yeah. I don't know. Also, That's... I mean, we discussed it during the movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a good way to go out. Oh, it's nobody not who's drowned way. and then been like re- resuscitated, nobody in that situation has ever said it's pleasant Ideal. at all. It's, yeah. They definitely. always talk about how painful it is, how panic inducing it is. It's yeah. literally like you're going to, it takes much longer than you think and it's just you spending the last like 30 seconds to a minute of your life in pure sheer panic and pain yeah the worst way to go not a good time i mean i here's what i want to do you jump out of an airplane and you just roll roll on your back Mm -hmm. face up and you just enjoy the wind yeah you don't know when that ground's coming that's true and it's just gonna be there and you're not gonna know that it came yeah that's a good point that's a pretty quick one yeah. It's a good way to go. Yeah. We're good at this. Yeah. I know. I think about it a lot. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little Harold over here. Yeah. So I also wrote this down too. This is so dumb of me, but like I was trying to follow what she was saying about Cole. And at one point I was like, 
is Cole 10 years old? She yeah. said something about like 10 years or whatever. And I was like, I think Cole is a 10. Like, I think what, what she was saying was like, she had an incident with like a neighborhood boy that caused her to like, that's what I was picking up. And Cole, of course, is like an ex-boyfriend who's crazy and is age appropriate. But from whatever, I don't know why I couldn't piece it together. I was like, I think Cole is a child, and I think she's having issues with a child. Like, maybe she was babysitting and it went south, or maybe he's been torturing her, and so she had to leave, but now she's being tortured by a 10-year-old doll. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Did you? I'm, I take it that didn't happen to you? I mean, for, yeah, I remember you saying it, when it right after it happened, but I wasn't really paying attention. I assume, thinking about the context of it, that... It was something about how they had been in a relationship for 10 years or something like that. Yeah. But also, on that same note, she has terrible friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because because Sandy gives the address of the... Yeah. This guy is stalking her and is dangerous and has hurt her in the past physically. And then a little bit of pressure and Sandy's like, they're in yeah. the UK. Ugh. Right in Spoilershire. Here's yeah. the address. So, like two times. Okay, so he came over. Like once, he she said, "Hey, he's been asking around." Not right. that she had been asked. Yeah. Then the next phone call. Hey, he came over to the house, and I gave him your address. Okay. What? Sandy. Like, Sandy's not supportive. Okay, she's not like a good friend. Yeah. Here's the most you do in that situation. You say, I know she took a job, like, in the UK or something. She took a job overseas. Like, I don't know where it is. Like, that's the most detail you should I don't have the give. address. Or you say you don't know. And I if he doesn't know. leave, call the police. But here's the thing. These girls, they're all dumb horror movie girls. Yeah. He was definitely in the house asking her. You don't. Here's the thing. You know a Cole? Don't let Cole in your house. Never. Never let somebody named Cole into your into home. Your home. That's a good rule to follow. Speaking of dumb horror girls, as soon as she calls the doll Bromsey, I was like, it's over. Like, she's lost. She's going to die. It's not It's not going to happen for her. Like, I knew I knew she was done. She had, she does, spoiler alert, does make it out of the movie, but she called mm-hmm. the Bromsey. She started, like, marking where he was, so she'd be like, look, he moved, which is a smart thing to do. Because she has Malcolm come over and is like, look, the doll moved. So like, they left for a while and then came back. And then after two tries, he the doll moved. She's like, boom. So I thought mm-hmm. that, was, that was smart of her. But I wrote this down. This movie could never be about a man. If this was a male au pair at the house, it never would have gone this far. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, because she was like, I, she had an, did she have an abortion? No. She miscarriage got, yeah he hit her and beat her up and that so bad she that, lost yeah baby. so like she had a miscarriage and like that whole thing that like led her to drag it all out and be connected to that i was like yeah dude and like no nah, i'm out or like yeah. all right i'll collect the payment but i think as soon as i get enough money i'm gonna bail on this right it's just a doll right like i'm not going to watch this doll so i'm going to leave now i don't know it's just yeah. As long as she's like, yeah, this is very much a... Well, I mean, I don't even know if I would have stayed in the house in that situation. I would have changed the doll's clothes and been like, I'm going to... See, knowing me, I would have been suspicious enough in that scenario to be like, 
all right, Brahms, I'm just going to go for a walk real quick. Bail. Gone. Yeah. I'm never coming back to the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just The doll's clothes are changed, so if the parents come home, I'm like, I gave them a change of clothes, and then I had to leave early for a thing. You know, I had to rush home to the U.S., uh, and, and guess what? You know the guy that's giving you the payment, so just stay in town where there's internet. Guess what? If she had done that and, like, bailed, nobody would have died. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Brahms might have. Well, that's the thing, though. Brahms knew his way around the house and could have left at any point. I don't think he wanted to leave, Cody. It's okay he doesn't want to leave. No one needs to be taking care of him is what I'm saying. Yeah. But I think the you know, what you're missing is the parents were crazy. And the mom, especially, was a crazy person. Yeah, because they leave. They kill themselves, leave a note saying, take the girl. Like, so sorry. Enjoy Which, the woman. Did you notice when they showed him writing it and sending the letter, mm-hmm. they highlighted and like narrated sections of the letter that made it sound like the letter was to her. And then when they see it, in Brahms's little apartment thing, yeah. Which his well, apartment thing was read... surprisingly normal and clean. She never read the note either. Like, really, you need a letter from the house owners, the crazy house owners of this doll you're watching over. You're not going to read that because she's too engrossed with the doll. Because there was the bowl full of letters, Brahmsy, and then she's all holding it all close. And... Yeah. So then Cole shows up. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he Cole, does. Here's the thing about Cole. Two things. Number one, his hair is so much worse than I ever would have imagined. Yeah. You know one of those dudes with like, it's not like good hipster hair, but they're not a hipster. They're just like a scary alpha male. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones to watch out for, you know? Yeah. It's so much worse than I had imagined. And number two, he's just like that real good guy. You know, the kind of good the guy who like makes decisions on behalf of both members of the relationship, you know? Yeah. Real oh, yeah. good guy. Yeah. He's like, hey, it's okay. I got us tickets. We're flying back to the States tomorrow. I'm here, and then we'll be back together. Here, give me a hug. And she's like, nah, I'm good. I think that her, the thing that saved her from him, though, was that she was, like, all attached to the doll. And I think he was kind of like, oh, she's gone crazy. Otherwise, I think maybe he would have gone all in, you know? Yeah. You want to know a real fun fact? Cole uh-huh. is English. How are they doing that? How are they going to cast an English person to play an American and an English person to play the other English dude and an American to play the American? I don't know. They did it. Also, I feel like he's the B-movie version of... What's the name of the guy that plays... He's like the main character in Sons of Anarchy and in the like... Charlie Hunan. Yeah. He's like the B-movie version of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Very much so. To the point that they both have very similarly styled hair, muscles, and beard. Oh, yeah. And I definitely think one of them probably did it first, and the other one intentionally yeah. copied them. I think his portrait, his picture on IMDb is the same as Charlie. What's his oh, face? Oh, that's a very Charlie-esque pose, I think. He is in Vikings. Which, I, is it that guy also in Vikings? Charlie, who, whatever, who, who they? I don't think so. I no. think they mostly have, like, Swedish people. He's in, yeah. Charlie Hunan is in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There's a scene in that King Arthur movie where he does, I don't know the purpose of it. He's doing a lot of uppercuts real close to his body and he's shirtless. I think the only purpose of it is it makes your like pecs and abs really pop. Right. And he does it really fast and he yells and uh, and I'm like, oh, I really like this movie. (laughs) Yeah. You like that one? Yeah. I like that one a lot. Trying to decipher a note here. Uh, decipher that note. Tell me about it. I just I want you to tell me what it means. All right. But I can't read it. Cole gets wo- woven. All right. Cole gets wo. War. No, no, yes. Can I see the note? Yeah. Can, may I gaze upon the note? You can gaze upon my handwriting. It's in the lower section. Cole gets. <laughs> Stretch, reach, squint. Turn okay. the page if you have So Cole know. gets working, working. All right. Uh. Hithin, what? More than once? That's different. Is that... It, but That's the, separate note. Separate note. Okay, Cole gets... Is that working? Working. Oh, Cole gets women. That's women. what I... Yeah, that's what I... Women. Okay, I got it. Because he's just like... He knows what's going on, right? Yeah. He gets... He knows what the women want. See, that's what I they thought. Want, until- when you ask him not to show up, that's when you show up with tickets to go back home with you. I was going to say that. someone goes overseas to avoid you, you got to chase them and win them back. Yeah. I I wanted to say that right up until I looked at it, and then I lost all confidence in that being what you wrote there. (laughs) It (laughs) definitely doesn't look like that's what it's supposed to be. I'll give you that. Wow. Uh, Okay. So, I mean, we get into an altercation, right? We got Cole, and then Malcolm comes over. It's late at night. It's coming to a head. Mm-hmm. And Cole gets very upset and he smashes Brahms, the doll. Oh, yeah. In the most satisfying way. Yeah. It was good. You see the powder from the porcelain and all that. Yeah. And then then what happens? Is it, do you hear thumping the, in the walls? Or the wall starts shaking, which you assume is Brahms tearing through the walls. But they... It's, it's meant to be like, oh, the house is shaking because the spirit's about to go nuts. Yeah. But it's like Brahms, a fully grown man, running through the walls. Yeah, and then, let's see, Cole, is it Cole that leans against the mirror? Yeah. And that's where Brahms breaks out of the mirror? Yeah. Here's what I don't like. What? Whenever it's like, oh, this dude, he's been living in the walls for 10 years, or 20 years, and he's all, like, creepy. In real life, they're, you know... They'd be like, I'm a little malnourished, and I don't know how no to fight. No vitamin D, no sunlight. <laughs> In horror movies... That makes it twice as strong. Yeah, which I get the crazy factor. Like, if you're a crazy person, you are you can be a lot stronger than a normal person because you don't care about... But you're not stronger than three normal people. <laughs> exactly. It just drives me nuts all the time. I want a horror movie where they have to... Na- 
they have to account for that fact as a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Um, my problem is when they're fighting Brahms, because now, first off, he comes out, and <laughs> he's a grown man wearing a little, like, porcelain face mask that the yeah. doll looks like. And I think it's because he was burned, right? Yeah, you see, like, because you see his end, eye at the end. Yeah, at all. the end, you can see the mask is broken. He's very burned. Part. Um, I like the design because he's kind of decrepit and weird looking, but also you can see like the beard poking out from under it. Yeah, it was chest a hair, good aggressive yeah. chest hair. Yeah, but like even his clothes were kind of like his apartment. Like it's kind of dingy, but I'm like, this considering is the not... circumstances, is pretty good. Like he's not a dude living in the walls. His parents know that he's here. They did this whole thing probably to keep him from getting punished for killing that girl. Yeah. They faked his death, and he's been living in the walls and just getting crazier and crazier. Whereas if he'd been caught, he probably would be a normal person at this age. Yeah. But they've just fed into this weirdness yeah. that he's got. My problem is that they're fighting him, and any time they hit him, they like hit him once and maybe you know incapacitate him for a moment, and then they stop. Yeah. They do it like three different times where it's like, hit Brahms. Oh, he stopped. Uh, no, you back up. And you're like, okay, well, you know, if it's a life or death situation, you gotta throw at least three punches, right? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what it was one of those horror movie things. Where you're like, I was gonna keep getting knocked down and getting back up, but like, the smart thing to do would be to actually like take him out. But see, here's the thing. Here's my rebuttal to that. There's a movie that is in a genre that is typically like a horror type genre that stresses the double tap. And as soon as you stress the double tap, you go from Night of the Living Dead to Zombieland. Yeah. Because then it takes it from, oh, shoot, are they dead to, well, now I know they're dead. So, yeah. I, you know, now it's more of a game of how can we kill these things. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying to you. You're right. Also, I thought several times, why don't they just get a gun? And then I'm like, they're in England. There's not a gun for 400 oh, miles. excuse me. In a house that old, there's a room of guns somewhere and hunting trophies. Didn't I say something about it? Like, grab the blunderbuss or something <laughs> like that? Like that, because that's all they've got. Oh, they've yeah. got something. They're going to have to stuff forks down something it. Something their great, great, great grandfather. It's hanging over the mantle. Yeah, shot an elk with. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I do. I knew that that twist, right? I knew that it was actually someone living in the walls. So I was waiting all movie for it, and I kind of wish it happened like at the hour mark instead of like the hour twenty. Like it's really only the last like ten minutes of the movie that you find yeah. that out. So like I almost wish. I mean, I, I don't know. I like the idea of it, right? Because then all of a sudden there's like the voyeurism aspect. He's like, oh, this person's been watching me and like doing all these things and taking my clothes. And I think that was very creepy. But I don't know if they played into it as much because the end of the movie is really just like a scuttle where it's like, all right, now we're fighting. Yeah, I get that because. To your point, you could have two different types of movie, I guess, if you did that. Because you could have the one where you as the audience knows much earlier, which builds the creepiness factor of that. Mm-hmm. And then another type where she knows, and he's like, not a little kid brain. But he's like, if you tell this guy, I will kill him. Yeah. And she has to go along with it. Yeah, that's a good point. So, but Different do you think those would have been better? I think it was good the way it is, and it's one of those like they kind of hint at it, and me knowing the twist, I was like, oh, that's what they mean by 
oh, he's playful, he's whatever. And, you know, when they show so many shots of, like, she's taking a shower and they kind of pan through, like, the bathroom and, you know, someone, you know, it's something falls. You're like, oh, no, that's because he's touching things and he's there, you know? Mm-hmm. Same with, like, he's when she gets caught in the up. attic, it's because he probably opened the attic and then, yeah, you know, he probably, like, knocked the ladder shut. And So is he standing in the attic? No, he wasn't standing in the attic. Are you sure? Because it shows it as the jacket, but I'd be interested. It shows a jacket, dude. Pause I think there. he'd already left at that point. Remember? Well, where would he have? Unless there was an, a special hole for him in the attic. Oh, well, he's got off. holes everywhere. Yeah. Now I'm. I kind of. I do want to pause there and see. Was it him standing there, and then she fainted and he left, and she just was like, "Oh, it's just this jacket," or yeah. was it the jacket? It's a good question. It's got layers. Because right? he was wearing like a cardigan. Yeah, like a fun little in the wall cardigan. You wear a cardigan. I wear a cardigan. <laughs> yeah. And Cody, if you just wore a cardigan and your white undershirt, that would be perfect. You could be. I got bronze. my Halloween costume. Boom. Boom. Have you seen a picture of the guy that plays Brahms though? Um, I saw his IMDb picture. Let me tell you right now, if this guy came to me and he said, Kiss, I'd give this a, I'd give him a kiss. You would give him a kiss? I'd give him a kiss. Look at James this beautiful, beautiful Russell. man. Oh, he, he has that sort of... Uh, yeah, for sure. Also, hold now. James Russell was born in Aberdeen, Scotland. He's American-Irish actor. Okay. How are you going to say he's born in Scotland? And then tell me he's American Irish. IMDB peasants, they don't know nothing about anything, you know what I'm saying? Anything. We, Unless I'm making a call. I, IMDB needs to be regulated by the government, all right? By the Scottish government. <laughs> uh, I did like at the end of the movie it kind of comes to i like that they go through the walls and they see the room and they see the note and like i think that's always a good turn in a horror movie it's like oh now i'm in their worlds right like Mm -hmm. he's obviously got the advantage if they're in the walls because he knows the walls that's his whole thing yeah but i like that eventually takes the turn where she's like brahms like you misbehave like get into bed you know but i like that it takes a turn he's like obedient to it because he does he wants her and he's been already doing, you know, he, something in his brain is trapped into that, like, I'm a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. And I just want my nanny, you know, or whatever. So he does get into bed, and that's when he says, A kiss? <laughs> he wants a little kiss. She's like, no kiss, this is your punishment. And then he says, does he say it again? Or he does he something. He grabs her real he tight. He grabs her real tight, and so she does. I did like that turn. That's another thing where she stabs him. She, like, brought a thing to stab him in case, and then... Stabs him the one time, so you gotta, you gotta really stab. Also, like stabbing someone only does so much because that knife stays in there; it can keep the bleeding mitigated. You gotta stab, you gotta stab and pull out. That's when the bleeding happens, and that's when you can, you know. Or you stab and jiggle it. Jiggle, twisties, turnies are good. Yeah. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Yeah, because it was a screwdriver. It was. Oh, was it? I think so. So, anyway, they win the day. I thought it was funny that. I liked, so she left, went around the house, then came back into the house. And I was like, oh, that's smart. Draws out Brahms, gets him in the bed, stabs him. So then she goes back for Malcolm. I love that she didn't go back for Cole. I mean, Cole was probably dead, right? Yeah, he got stabbed in the neck. But I just thought it was funny that it was like, yeah, she went back for Malcolm. She's not going back for Cole. I was like, good for for her. Yeah. 
Screw Cole, you know? Yeah. Cole, then, maybe that's it. Maybe Brahms did die, and Cole becomes the new Brahms. Ooh. Well, there, you know, there's a sequel, and Katie Holmes is in it. Yeah. And Charlie Hoon- Hoonan. Charlie Hoonan. That's Cole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. But, it, I mean, it. I did like how, when he was kid mode, he had the little, look at boys. Yeah. And then when he was... But then he would like get mad and go into adult voice. Here's the real question I have for you. Does he come out of the walls when it's just his parents there? Or does he stay in the walls and like they keep this relationship where the mom is like the baby doll is the kid and he's in the wall just manipulating Based on how naturally they treated the doll, I think he stays in the walls. Yeah. And only comes out like at night or when he you no know, one's around and he wants to. Yeah, but I mean like, cause the mom yells at the doll for knocking over stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait till your father hears about this. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So did Brahms knock over the stuff? Cause they were leaving. So is his? Was he saying bye to his mom, or was he like threatening to do something to her? I don't know. I do know that um, someone put the full text of the letter on IMDb. Nice. And I'm going to read it to you right now. Do it. Our dearest son, words cannot describe... Oh, should I read it in a British accent? Yes. Our dearest son, words cannot describe our heartbreak as we leave you now. We will not be back. We simply cannot bear to live with what we have allowed you to become. The girl is yours now. She is yours to love and care for. May God forgive us all. Love always, mummy and daddy. So, and then there's good stuff. three little kisses. Kiss, 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 kiss. kiss. <laughs> kiss? Mm. Um, I like that because I didn't. I thought, or when she said it, or when I tried to read it real fast while it was on screen, I thought it was what we had allowed you to do. And I was like, what has he done? Has he killed all the other nannies? Because they indicated that he just, that the doll didn't like the old lady nannies. Mm-hmm. Like the old British Mary Poppins ladies, you know? Yeah. She, he wanted a young. One of the young one. Supple nanny. Yeah, this one's saying, in IMDb it says like the original version of the movie is like an R-rated horror film. And it was going to be centered around like, oh, the plan was get the girl uh, so he could rape her. Which is terrible. Um, and I'm kind of glad they went the PG-13 route, but, like, yeah, he was going to, like, take all her clothes out of the shower and she just, like, wander around to find them and, like, those kind of things. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm kind of glad they kept it where it was. I like the thing because they definitely had that, but it was more like the kind of thing where you'd see, like, a 10-year-old with a hot babysitter where they they got feelings, but they don't really know what to do with them and they're not going to do anything threatening with them. They're yeah. just going to... As a grown, you see a grown man doing that same stuff. That yeah. is inherently threatening. But I don't think Brahms would have done anything more than want a goodnight kiss from her, right? Especially like where he lived. You know, he only did very the, like, isolated in his home. Yeah, because he only did the like kiss thing because he was copying. Because he like tried to make out with her and copy what Malcolm was doing with her in bed. Mm, interesting. Yeah, which he only did after seeing them together. Right. So, yeah. 
Which, yeah, I mean, the parent, I mean, can we just, can I drop like a controversial thing on you right now? Yeah, please do. I think the, uh, what what is their name? The parents, the, the Heelshires. I think the Heelshires were subpar parents. Mm-hmm. I think they were lacking in several areas. Really? Yeah. Oh, like what? Um, all the areas. Most of the areas. Yeah. I mean, this is a bombshell you're dropping on me. Yeah. I guess if I really think about it, maybe you're right. Maybe though. Would could you forgive them if they hadn't locked their uh, murderer son in the walls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I I almost want to watch the sequel. I do find it e- interesting when movies like this get sequels, right? Because the Rotten Tomatoes and the Metacritic score of this is not good. And, like, the sequel is worse. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, horror movies, I think they're beloved among the horror community. And I think other people don't really like them very much, and the critics usually don't like them. I don't know. I guess, how do you... Is it just based on money? Is that how you get a sequel? This movie wouldn't have been that expensive to make. This one, the first one? Yeah. Like, Well, I did say it was a... It had a $10 million budget. What did it make? Box office. Like 60-something? I mean, I guess, yeah. I it guess made it its wouldn't. money back in its opening weekend. There you go. Which I'm not surprised, because I remember this being very much, uh, like, very heavily advertised... So what about the, how did the sequel do? I I didn't look up the sequel. I'm looking up. I'm seeing pictures from the movie, and I'm more intrigued. It looks very creepy. There's a little baby Brahms doll in a suit, in a three-piece suit. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting because mm. I think they buried at one point. It's okay. I can confirm. That I think the doll is actually haunted in the sequel. That's what I'm saying. And there's little kids involved with the doll. Oh, wow. The second one didn't perform nearly as well. Well, you get Katie Holmes involved. It always kind of takes Well, it had the same budget, but it only made $20 million. Yeah. Annabelle made $256 million? Annabelle is very popular. Here's the interesting thing that I'll I'll drop on you. Uh, the the sequel, from looking through these pictures, like especially the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The advertising pictures, the marketing photos. Mm-hmm. It seems like the thread that they want to link the boy verse mm-hmm. is the rules. Oh, that's what really the doll in the rules, but more so. Just that porcelain face, yeah. Next to that list of rules mm. is the is Kinda the real like, important thing. Is it Halloween? Yeah, Halloween. Like the first two Halloween movies are like only loosely related because one's like about witchcraft and one's about Mike Myers. I don't know. Horror movies yeah. are weird. Yeah, like they horror are. franchises. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes from people have an idea and there's this name that you know will get people to buy tickets to it. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, you set out to make a horror movie. You're already kind of dooming yourself to a cap on your success. Because mm-hmm. there's never... A horror movie doesn't isn't going to make a billion dollars. Right. You know? Whereas if a like, lot of people just won't go because they don't want to yeah. be scared. Yeah. So, I mean, like... So, if you're like, oh, yeah, this thing, and it's like, okay, I can see how this could tie into, you know, or if we just swap your main bad guy out for Jason or something, then we can make it a Friday the 13th sequel. Yeah. Isn't that what it is? Friday the 13th is Jason? Sounds right. Yeah. And then, boom, that boosts it enough to where you will make your money back. But I also think people who are super into these horror films know that you go to see a Friday the 13th, you're not really going to see anything that could be tied to the first Friday the 13th. You're going to see a movie that is was greenlit by the same people that have greenlit all the other ones, and yeah. you expect that level of production value. Sure. Right? Maybe. Because that's what it is in my mind. Yeah. That's what I've heard from a couple of people. It's kind of like uh, the way you and I would look at like a bad robot movie or something or like a Warner Brothers, like a production company. Yeah. It's the same voyeur, I think. Cool. I, I don't know. I think this movie was like pretty good. I, th- I mean, for, as far as horror movies? For a horror movie, yeah. it, was a, it was a good one. I mean, I watched Strange Magic. This is better. There you go. But Strange Magic won me over right after I texted you. Strange Magic. Cody. What's that one about? It's a movie. The story was written by George Lucas. And he said, this is what he said about it, Cody. He said, Star Wars is for 12-year-old boys. I want this to be for 12-year-old girls. And I want them to be on par with each other. And then he proceeded to write the story. which. Here's the thing. I will give him the smallest amount of slack because there's a chance that the screenwriters and the music people, because it is a musical kind of, that they botched it. You're telling me an animated kids movie starring Evan Rachel Wood, Christian Chenoweth, and Maya Rudolph is exists? Yes. And it's about goblins, elves, and fairies, and imps, and their misadventures? Yes. It's a musical where they didn't pick good songs to do it. The songs don't make sense. And the story is very disjointed. Like, at one point, there's a time jump. (laughs) And the time jump is not indicated at all that it was a time jump. It's like somebody's singing a song, and then they're like, you're always flying around brooding. And it's like... One song ago, she was. It was her wedding day. I'll tell you this. Ken Kirawick, eight two five seven, gives it a nine out of ten and says, "Give it a chance." I mean, it. Here's the thing. I think if the songs had been better chosen, it would be pretty good, but they weren't. It's the only animated movie to have come out of Lucas Films that's not a Star Wars property. And it shows that it is of that caliber of like like the people who animated it really gave it their all. 
and the people who acted it really gave it 110 <laughs> percent and then the guys that uh were like here's the songs you're gonna sing really just kind of threw, threw it a together dart. on a weekend over yes. a weekend. they sing the same song at least six times in a musical they have okay it's a musical i think there's four or five songs An hour and a half. So you're saying people should watch The Boy? Yes. And then maybe check out I Strange think, Music. Like, they perfectly balance If you're only going to watch other. three horror movies, this is not in my top few, but I do think it was worth watching. Give me your top three. Top three. Was this not beaten? Hereditary, Midsummer, Get Out. Okay. The Shining. The Witch. Don't watch The Witch. Watch The Witch. Never watch The Witch. With Even subtitles. you it, don't watch The Witch. That's like a very specific kind of people. I don't remember that, but I'm going to change that because I think people should watch The Witch. <laughs> With subtitles. You'd recommend that to everyone? No. I also wouldn't recommend this to everyone because it's a horror movie. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, that's all I've got to say. I mean, yeah. Next year, we're doing the sequel. Yeah. And in four years, when the... <laughs> In four years, when the the third one comes out, we're gonna do that one too. I bet. Probably. Oh, uh-huh. we'll see. We'll see. See. You're welcome to rate, review, and share us. Hmm. You can check us out on all the things, even Amazon. Amazon Park. podcast, which I did not know was a thing until you texted me to say that we're on Amazon podcast now. Yeah. I don't know if I requested to we, be on it. Everywhere and nowhere. There. All right. We're yeah. in the ether. I don't know if we're on Pandora yet. I haven't gotten a response from that. I hope we are. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, preferred podcast platform is Pandora. Yeah. They got their start in podcasts. Just Here's the real thing I want to hit you with. Could you imagine listening on Pandora and it's like mixing up the stuff and it's going and you finish <laughs> listening to like a how did this get made or something and then you get smacked with an opinion havers episode <laughs> right after like professional podcasters oh yeah people with merch and tours yeah yeah and then it's like welcome to opinion havers and it's like oh who are these guys it's like i mean there's something special about like a homebrew podcast you know where it's so pure Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like youtube before it was monetized you know those glory days yeah we're not like these sellouts who have like a patreon and gonna ask beg you, beg you five dollars to give you access to their crappy merch yeah. and their back catalog yeah and that's not what we're about until we get the massive listeners where where uh we can make that yeah request we won't be about that until we can until sell we are and then we are certainly editing this episode <laughs> This whole section's going to be gone. I mean, I've said it since day one. We'll sell out the moment we get the chance. The moment we get the chance. Well, thanks for listening. You're welcome to tweet me at Opinion Havers and tell me what amount of money you would like to pay us for a Patreon and uh, mm, other movies you want us to review. But until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. Cues? <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.